if you ask me when is it that a democracy looks really good my first answer to you would be i can give you a list of answers but my first answer would be when its parliament does its job which means parliament parliament functions does its job and we saw a bit of that today and that is what has enabled us to bring to bring to you this episode of cut the clutter so in parliament two congress mps that is ravneet singh bittu and pradyut bardoloi they asked a set of questions from the government and these were about the state of non performing assets npas bad loans and loan write offs in our banking system so you will see written answers have been given you will see a screenshot right and i will share with you the full reply that the minister gave in this case the minister of state for finance bhagwat karad now this gives us the gyan and this gyan then helps us answer some of the questions that have been sort of buzzing in our minds for a long time bank loans bad loans npas write off write off 10 lakh crore write off governments keep on writing of writing of loans to the rich and keep going after people like us who might have borrowed money to buy a house or buy a, maybe a car or a motorbike and are not able to pay right so then bank agents come to repossess it the rich get away because banks write it off so we are now we are now trying to answer some of these questions with data that the minister has given us in parliament today and and some understanding by talking to some experts in my case also to one who i consider guru of indian banking which is tomal bandopadhyay among our senior most and most respected banking editors so i called him and try to get some gyan from him so what are the questions on our minds ye kya hua kaise hua kab hua kyu hua sound familiar to you famous kishore kumar song from amar prem it also came to me see how how you associate one thing with the other i've been trying to read up on banking and bad loans and write offs and all these contentious issues while at the same time i've been reading this wonderful book on kishore kumar the ultimate biography by anirudh bhattacharjee and parthiv dhar my favorite author so you know how much i how much i love hindi film music and how i look for i and how i look for props either in hindi film music or in sport all the time so in this case ye kya hua kaise hua kab hua kyun hua about the crisis in indian banking sector so what does the minister tell us the minister said that in 2017-18 this is the ram katha of the past 5 years in 2017-18 total npas in the indian banking system were 8,95,601 crores these are gross npas now i will tell you the difference between gross and net thanks to tomal gross npas is all those people who have not paid you the installment of their loan i think these norms keep changing for one quarter or two quarters rbi keeps changing these norms that loan then has to be classified as non performing asset this can change the next quarter if one installment comes in so this is very fluid so gross npas in 2017-18 were 895000 crores now they are 5 lakh 40958 crores they've been declining over the past 5 years and you will see a chart on my screen that explains that to you so gross npas have declined they were earlier 14.58% of our banking loans today they are 7.28% 7.28 is also very high and needs a lot of fixing now the question is and the question that the congress mp is also asked that look npas have come down but how have they come down 
have they come down because you've just been writing them off? The fact is a lot has been written off also. So see how much has been written off. If you look at Reserve Bank of India's data, then over the past five years, 10 lakh 9,000 crores have been written off. Wow, written off. But what does the write-off mean? I will come to that. So 10.09 lakh crores was written off in the last five years according to RBI. If you look at the data put up by the minister in parliament today, and again you will see a chart on my screen. This tells you the write-offs in every year by public sector banks only. This is data for public sector banks. 2017-18, 128 crores. 2018-19, it really goes up. It is 183 crores, comes down a little bit to about 175, then 131, 115, etc. And chances are that they'll be going down. But the fact is that a lot of the money that was owed to the banks has been written off. Now, what does a write-off mean in India? Does a write-off mean that I write it off? Mr. A borrows money from bank run by Mr. B, doesn't pay, bank B writes it off. And then there is no say you later, you go your own way, I go my own way. It doesn't work like that. What happens is that in the global system, particularly in the Western system, when a bank writes off a loan, bank forgets about it. But that happens in very few cases because those banks are much smarter at figuring out their collateral before they make the lending. So they can recover quite a bit of their value from their collateral. In India, there's been a lot of phone banking in the past. Unfortunately, most of the loans which have gone bad were given in the UPA period. That is a fact. We must be non-partisan and speak the truth. That is a fact because loans don't go bad a year after they were given or two years after they were given. It is only as loans age, three years, four years, five years, that they go bad or they have to be written off. So most of these are older loans and that's why you will find that the write-offs also are coming down and NPAs also are coming down. So in the global system, in the Western system in particular, a write-off is a write-off. You let it go. In the Indian system, a write-off is a technical write-off. What does that mean? That means that today the bank says, I, I, I am expecting these loans to come back to me. So they stay on my balance sheet which means my profit is also fattened by that much because that is not a loss for me. So I am actually paying tax on what will never be my profit, what money I have lost. So banks now have been forced to take a Ganga Snan, which is you've sinned. These are your sins. Ganga mein hao, dubki lagao, take a holy dip. It cleanses you of your sins. The so sins are these bad loans which are then written off. Now where does the money go? Money doesn't go anywhere because money is not with you. What it does is it basically takes out the mythology from your balance sheets. If you see the minister's statement, he says that this is for healthy banking, etc., etc., but also for tax benefit. So private banks in India make very heavy write-offs because they say, why should I carry the mythology of bad loans, unrecoverable loans on my books and continue to pay tax on higher profits? When I can write it off now, take a hit on my balance sheet, my balance sheet also looks nicer because anybody who can read a balance sheet can tell whether what I'm stating is a fact or a mythology. So I look good. At the same time, I pay less tax. But what happens with write-offs in the Indian system is the banks are always chasing this money. And in the course of time, this money keeps coming back. Now, a lot of it doesn't come back and we've done some analysis for you. And you will see a couple of charts on my screen that will give 
part of this analysis, roughly I would say in the Indian system, in the public sector banks, about 14 to 15 percent of what the banks write off comes back or has come back in the following five years. So see this chart, this is a straight chart, straight screenshot from the minister's statement. One side is the write-offs done by banks each year and second side is the, is the recovery done by banks each year. So we, so we gave you the data on write-offs each year, see the recoveries on the other side. Now instead of going into all the banks and cluttering up this presentation, I have taken out three key banks. So look at State Bank of India and I have just done a calculator addition. If you look at State Bank of India, their five-year write-offs are 2,4,000 crores. 2,4,186, let's round it off and say 2 trillion rupees. That is what they've written off. Of that, in the same five years, they've recovered 41,000 crores, which means about 21% has been recovered. So I'm looking at the three biggest banks. Punjab National Bank, they've written off in these, year, in these five years 92,340 crores. They've recovered 14,836 crores, which means about 18%. So a write-off does not mean that the money is gone, it'll never come back. Second, what happens when you write off? When you write off, by the time you're writing off something, you've gone through many processes because banks had some collateral. So that collateral is repossessed. Now, the fact is that in many of these loans, collateral was very poor, the banks did not do their job, or there was corruption. For example, the headline story from the minister's statement today is the list of top 50 willful defaulters. If you see those willful defaulters and you see the money is not coming back, you will also know that the banks or the bankers who lent money to them never bothered what their collateral was. For example, what was the collateral for somebody? What was the security for somebody for lending money to Gitanjali Gems? Gitanjali Gems is the top of the pops for willful defaulters, 7,848 crores, followed by ERA Infra Engineering, 5,878 REI Agro. I don't even know what company is, what it does but it's a willful defaulter of 4,803 crores and so on and so forth. There's ABG Shipyard Limited, 3,708 crores. In fact, everybody's quote-unquote favorite Vijay Malia performs very poorly on this list. On the list of 50, he's fifth from the bottom with 866 crores. So if these are willful defaulters, that means banks that lent money to them did not bother looking at their collateral because with collateral banks get some money back. They don't get a lot of the money back because in business, failure is also a part of life. So it's not as if somebody borrows money, the business must be successful and money must come back. Banks take that risk, some businesses fail and banks lose money or they recover part of their loans. The problem arises when too many businesses don't return the money, not necessarily because the businesses failed, but because money was pilfered or business plans were not all right or the bank's collateral was not all right. So the minister's statement tells us that in these five years, the banks have also recovered bad loans to the tune of about 4.8 lakh crores. Now, where have those come? Now, some of those have come, some of those have come, as I told you, from recoveries of return of loans. Some of those have come, in fact, quite a lot of those have come through one of the biggest reforms carried out in India's economy. That is the IBC resolution mechanism. What is IBC? That is Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code. You go bankrupt, you can't return your loans, banks come after you, banks declare you bankrupt, take you to a tribunal, 
and there your assets are taken out, assets are valued and they are auctioned and whatever comes, whatever comes back, banks recover their money. So they've been very bad cases where banks have lost 95%, 99% of the money, but they've been also very good cases where banks have recovered all their money with, the, with interest. And one of those cases is the SR Group companies because SR Group in fact was among the most indebted groups in the country. To be indebted is not bad, but to be most burdened with stressed debt or NPAs. And it looked at one point like the entire banking system will collapse under the weight of SR Group's bad loans. But SR Group on the other hand was able to sell its assets, that is SR Oil, the big refinery which is now owned by the Russians, Nayara refinery, their steel plant, everything else that they had built and in the process, and in the process, banks recovered all their money with interest. So they are good stories and they are not very good stories. But the fact is that a bankruptcy mechanism is now available. Through this bankruptcy process, 553 cases have been settled, said the minister, and 2.43 lakh crores have been recovered. So, okay, still a lot of money remains stuck in bad loans, but 2.43 lakh crore recovery in five years under this new mechanism is not a bad idea. It is, <coughs> it is a good reform and, these, and this data tells you the impact of this reform. The other thing that, that's happened is, if you see the data again from this statement, then slippages into NPAs have reduced. What is slippages into NPAs? That is, if your, NP, if your loans this year are this many in the banking system, how many of them will become NPAs, right? Every year some loans will become NPAs. This is real life, right? This is not the perfect world. So that number has reduced. So between 2016-17, in 2016-17, 3,38,710 crores, that is about 3.38 trillion rupees, had gone NPA, had become NPA. Now, 21-22, it was only 1.44 trillion or 1,44,000 crores. So that is good news. Remember, good news is not perfect news. There will always be NPA. As long as there is banking, there will be non-performing assets. But if they come down, that's a very good thing. So once again, what's a write-off? Because everybody is fixated on a write-off. Write-off is primarily an exercise undertaken to clear the bank's balance sheet, I told you. The bank has to say, look, I don't think I can recover this money. An NPA can, is a dynamic thing. It can change from quarter to quarter. Somebody pays one installment, you are no longer NPA. So you com keep coming back from the dead in that case. or so you keep coming back from coma in that case. But write-off means when the bank says, look, I don't see a realistic, realistic chance of reco recovering this in time. So the bank writes it off saying, I'm not going to get this money back, makes a provision in its balance sheet. The balance sheet looks cleaner it becomes more tax efficient, also it becomes more truthful, but when it recovers any part of that money, that money is then written back into the bank's balance sheet and profit and loss account. That then becomes like a bonus for the bank and its shareholders. And that is what's happened in many cases. In fact, when the SR money came back, a lot of the lending bank's balance sheets benefited a great deal as a result of that. So among the questions that the Congress MPs asked, there were a couple of tricky ones that the minister dodged. He did not answer or he found an excuse. For example, what is the list of all those whose loans have been written off? So the minister said the RBI has no data. Why should the RBI have no data? I don't know. 
but he said RBI does not maintain data. It doesn't sound convincing. Doesn't pass a smell test. Number two, they said that banks cannot disclose these na these names because of client confidentiality. But banks, in fact, report all of this to the credit information data system. So all all write-offs above five crores are reported there. So the banking system, the lending system knows. Now there can be an arguable point. That look, if they know, why don't the citizens know? But the fact is, banking is a sensitive profession. Idea of a business failing, the idea of business failure is intrinsic to banking. All banking has to accept some failure. Now, if we started putting every failure to naming and shaming, to an exercise of naming and shaming, nobody will do any business in this country. Nobody would borrow any money in this country. It's not only cheats whose businesses fail. It's also very smart people whose businesses fail despite their best efforts. So naming and shaming, that's my editorial view, is not a solution, but it's an arguable point still. So like all businesses, banking also has a risk. Banking also is a business. It's a risky business. Bankers cover for their risk. We did have a situation where for about a decade, our banks suffered gravely because our bankers had been reckless, maybe in many cases because of phone calls made from Delhi. And that is what had endangered the banking system. Today, I would say, leave politics aside. Today, if you leave politics aside, and it's a good thing that politicians are questioning each other, that the opposition is questioning the government, because if they had not done so, we would not have got this data and this bit of transparency. But to expect that the banks will never have bad loans, the banks will never have NPS, banks will never have write-offs, that is, I would say, is like seeking the perfect world, which is not possible in any business. What you can conclude from what you have right now is because the size of Indian banking has gone up greatly, that gross NPS are still higher than they should be, they should still be much lower, but that the movement is in the right direction, Gross NPAs are coming lower year on year on year. And if they go up some year, we'll all keep an eye on it and start complaining about it. And the banking system, if anything, is much stabler, much more profitable than before. And at this point, quite safe.